0: So you see the perfect home go for sale on your way to work. The real estate sign was just placed in the ground. You think to yourself, that home is not going to last long at all. Three months later, that sign still appears to be in the yard. But as an outsider looking in, it doesn't make sense at all. Did the home have bright pink walls, zebra tile in the kitchen, a container of mannequin heads in the basement? Maybe but those things are easily dealt with and looked over. Chances are the home wasn't priced correctly or there is something extremely wrong with it that will cost the new homeowner thousands of dollars. Go over three good and bad home pricing strategies used today. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. When it comes to pricing your home, it's important to swallow your pride and understand that your treasure might be another's trash, for lack of a better phrase. You may have spent 15 to 20 wonderful years in a house that has been nothing but good to you, but as an outsider looking to purchase your home, you need to put yourself in their shoes for just a moment. Pricing your home factors in seasonality, current market conditions, current buyers wants and needs as well as characteristics your home features that truly makes it unique. To put simply, there's three home pricing strategies, and they are pricing your home undervalue, pricing your home at value, or pricing your home overvalue. Some of these strategies may be a little questionable, but there is definitely a time and place for each one, or there is just heavy influence by the homeowner based on their emotional connection to the home, and of course, that's very well understood. Let's start off by diving deeper into the first strategy pricing your home under value. You might be thinking, why in the world would I price my home under value? I want to get as much money as possible for my home, Andrew. Believe me, I understand you 100%, but hear me out for a second. There are several circumstances where this strategy is very fitting, such as needing to sell your home quickly, selling without renovating, selling a home that was just remodeled, and of course, listing in a seller's market. The biggest reason for this strategy is to create more attention on your home and encourage buyers to price their offer more competitively. Think about it for a moment. Have you ever listed an item for sale on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist? Did you ever realize how many messages you were getting because the item was lightly used but basically brand new? People tend to not question the price and jump right to, okay, when and where are we meeting?" Of course, there's always those people that ask if the item is still available and offer half the price to push their luck, but you know what I mean. My point is, pricing your home undervalue causes a frenzy where people tend to offer more if it means they can get their hands on your home. You may or may not have heard of bidding wars, but in the grand scheme of things, they are a great occurrence despite how stressful they can be. Often if a real estate professional receives a few offers within a few days of the home being active. They will ask for the highest and best offers due at a certain point, typically three to five days later. This pushes buyers to give it all they got when submitting an offer and it weeds out the buyers who thought about submitting a lowball offer. After twenty to four showings in those three to five days, the agent will lay out all the offers received and you can pick the best one that fulfills your wants and needs in the sale of your home. But, what's a good offer? There's five contents of an offer that would be appealing or unappealing during a real estate transaction. Number one, a word that tends to come up most often is contingency. A contingency is something that gives the buyer the right to back out of a contract depending on the circumstance. For example, a common contingency in real estate is a home inspection. In an offer, you can mark whether you want a home inspection before you proceed with the purchase of the home. If something from that home inspection comes back unsatisfactory, you have the right to back out of the transaction and your deposit will be given back to you. Think of it as a safety net to put simply. Another commonly used contingency is a home sale contingency. This contingency is used when the buyer wanting to purchase your home has to sell a home of their own. If the buyer's home sells by a specified time, the transaction continues to move forward. Number two, an escalation clause is appealing during an undervalue scenario like this one, as it typically states buyers will outbid any and all offers up to a specific point. So if that doesn't scream frenzy, I really don't know what does. Number three, as I mentioned before, a home inspection is a contingency, but there's also a way to waive a home inspection. Why would you ever do that, you might ask? It creates a more appealing offer. And according to research done by the National Association of Realtors, about 20% twenty percent of closing delays are due to home inspections. So consider waiving the home inspection, but do yourself a favor and have a handyman on speed dial just in case. Number 4. The possession date hurts more real estate transactions than you might think. If the buyer is currently renting but doesn't want to break their lease, They might ask for 30 to 60 days after closing, but what if the seller is selling their current home to buy another? Can you see how that might be a little sticky? And last but not least, number five, cash or financing. When a buyer offers cash for your home, it eliminates the need to get mortgage approval and the closing can happen much quicker. Not only does it eliminate the need for mortgage approval, it also eliminates the need for appraisal as they are performed to determine the home's value and how much a mortgage lender is willing to lend a buyer. That's why cash is king, but there's benefits for buyers who have a high down payment as well as they can be granted an appraisal waiver from the lender which would create some appeal to the seller too. The majority of these scenarios sound great, don't they, but in what circumstance would this strategy not work? If the housing inventory is plentiful, buyers won't feel obligated to get into a bidding war because there are comparable homes out there that they can turn to. If home prices in the market are trending downward, buyers won't see your home as a great deal as the market value of homes is already on the low. And lastly, if your home is priced too far under market value, buyers will assume there is most definitely something wrong with your home. Have you ever heard the saying, if something is too good to be true, it probably is? That's my point exactly. They won't even bat an eye your way and just assume the worst. So we've covered the pros and cons of pricing your home under value, but what about pricing your home at value or above value? Well, when you price your home at the market value, you will see similar scenarios as pricing your home under value. There most likely won't be as much of a bidding war situation or showing traffic, but there will surely be a few interested buyers who offer what you ask. The home may sit on the market a little longer than if it's priced, than if it was priced under value, but if there is no sudden urgency, that might not be a bad thing. When it comes to listing your home above market value, it really isn't a strategy, but more something I wanted to raise awareness to, as it tends to be a very common trend in the real estate market. You may be wondering why. And it goes back to when I talked briefly about the emotional connection a seller has to their home and the importance of swallowing your pride. Well, a lot of homeowners don't swallow their pride and whatever price they say goes and they hold to it. And don't get me wrong, it's understandable, but in the long run it's hurting more than it's helping. A couple indicators that prove your home is priced well above market value are if you take a look at the analytics and see that there's less than two to four visitors a week taking a look at the home. You're getting a lot of foot traffic, but you're not getting any offers. Uh, The days on market are above average. You receive offers on the home, but everything is substantially less than the list price. And of course, the neighbor's house sold for less and it's in better condition. And lastly, you fell victim to hiring a real estate agent who promised the highest price for your home. Okay, so you admit it. You were a little overzealous on your home's list price, now what do you do? First. Pay attention to price filters on home search websites. Did you think that it was better to price your home at $219,999 instead of $220,000 because you thought it would create an illusion to be cheaper? Yay, I can't wait to save a dollar. All jokes aside, what if buyers are looking between $220,000 and $250,000? You just missed out on that opportunity because you wanted your home a dollar less. They say ending your price in zeros means there's room for negotiations, but throwing in some nines appears to be firm. So don't fall under that misconception, but let me ask you, when you search for homes online, do you set your minimum and maximum price from 199999 to 219999 no, you don't. It doesn't mean you should raise your home's price $1, it means you should decrease the price in whole numbers to avoid price filter issues. Secondly, let the agent make a price improvement on the home. It draws new and recently uninterested buyers back to the home. Price improvement is just a play on words that simply means there was a price decrease made. But believe it or not, pairing that price improvement with a nearing open house pushes buyers to go back and check out the newly priced home. Thirdly. Consider offering an incentive. Will you cover some of the buyer's closing costs or needed repairs? How about offering a home warranty to give the buyer some confidence? Increase the commission offering to the buyer's agent to push them to try and sell your home a little bit more. Or you could even leave a few personal items with the home if it creates value for the buyers. A marketing campaign can be created by the agent to create a little awareness for the incentives as well as a brief description in the agent remarks of the listing. Pricing your home is the single most important thing about selling your home. That's why it's crucial to have a real estate professional like myself on your side to help you do just that. Since I serve the great state of Michigan, if you're a resident and would like a comparable market analysis done on your home, please don't hesitate to reach out so I can help you with your curiosity on your home's value. I greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen to my little rant about pricing your home correctly.